What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Drive in and chill? This week on the Story Song Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Mackiner. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cazell. Every episode we walk you through a story song, and this week we're doing Wake Up Little Susie. A classic. By the Everly Brothers. And no, mm-hmm. if your name is Susie, I didn't just tell you to wake up. That's the name of the song. <laughs> but seriously, But wake you up anyway. I mean, but come seriously. On. Come on. You've been asleep for decades now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Susie, you're in a coma. Wake up. <laughs> this, this, this is just for you, <laughs> Susie. trying to get through to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Rachel, uh-huh. this is your, so uh, tell us, what is uh, what is this song about? Uh, well, it's a, an eight, you know, a, a song for the ages. Yeah. A story for the ages. A young couple falls asleep at what I'm assuming is a drive-in movie. The boy wakes up in a panic. Uh, they find that they've, they're past their curfew, way past their curfew, uh, and they, they decide they try and figure out what they're going to tell everybody. Right. Because everybody is going to think that they were out all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're concerned about their reputation. Yeah. yeah. That... <laughs> yeah. Like, that, my know. lord. I'm not going to get that internship in D.C. Wake up, So this song has yes. a weird structure because uh, yeah. it starts with the chorus, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then it's verse, it's chorus, verse, bridge, mm-hmm. verse, chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, I guess. I'm just saying it's weird. Sure. Like when you yeah. hear it, it totally works. But when yeah. you actually yeah. break it down on paper, it, it seems it like- It looks weird. Just, it looks yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a weirdly constructed song. Funny but. thing, I was surprised to find out that this song had a verse. Uh huh. <laughs> I've known this song, like I, I, but I was just always. It's one of those songs that I never really paid much attention to the verse and to the story. I, I okay. just knew. Wake up, little Susie. Wake up, little Wake Susie. Up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I like that it. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know what would help you? What? Maybe some kind of like a podcast where they broke down the plots of story songs. Yeah, but who's going to do a show like that? <laughs> Who would be interested? What in, a ridiculous in, idea in for a, a niche, podcast. <laughs> it's a niche idea. <laughs> Uh, anyway. No, nobody knows. Nobody <laughs> needs that. No, no. Um, uh, I'll tell you what, though, if a yeah. show like that did exist, yeah, it would mostly would... be to wake Susie from her coma. Yeah, right. Just, no, yeah. go on. But no, if I ever found a show like that, I would just I would give it five stars on. <laughs> 
iTunes or Apple Podcasts mm. and, and write a really glowing review of it. You definitely would. Subtle. <laughs> Subtle. Well done, Michael. Well done. Um, hey, good news. We don't have to do that plug later <laughs> on in the show. <laughs> so, okay. So the song starts, Wake Up Little Susie. Um, and I, I, I like to picture him just grabbing her by the shoulders yep. and shaking her like an airplane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, little Susie. Wake up. Yeah, I mean, in some ways, the the sort of weird structure of this where it's kind of all over the place like helps because you can just kind of imagine him like panicking. That's right? what yeah. I'm saying. The whole thing. Wakes up. It's, it sounds just completely like in, in a complete panic. Right. I don't know what even to do. I don't yeah, know what yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Maybe it's because like for the entire duration of the song, like the three minutes or whatever, he's saying, wake up, little Susie. Like she's not waking up. That's yeah, well, true. that is. That's concerning. when you get into that later. That <laughs> was that, that is the point yeah. I was going to say. Because <laughs> by the end, he's still saying yeah. wake up. Yeah. Oh, I, this oh, is man. sad. This is, <laughs> this is this rough. It's like Bambi trying to get his mother up. <laughs> oh, God. come on, Mama. <laughs> oh uh, my lord. No, what happened in that movie? Let's just say Susie's sleeping real deep. Let, let's She's please sleeping. not go down the, the oh, road Lord. that she has if died If not, we're getting somehow. into like, you know, an episode of Breaking Bad <laughs> or like, you know, some sort of drug overdose or something. Oh, man. Like, man, oh, man. Okay. So he's saying, wake up, little Susie. Um, we both been sound asleep. Wake up, little Susie, and weep. The movie's over. It's four <laughs> and o'clock. weep. Well, I mean, they're in real trouble. The movie's they're over. It's four deep. o'clock, and we're in trouble deep. Wake up, little Susie. So, well, you actually, Rachel, have, yeah. have potentially a- answered a question that mm-hmm. I've always wondered about, mm-hmm. which is they fall asleep in the movie. Right. Right? It is now four o'clock in the morning. Right. Right? Nobody's checking this theater. Yeah. Like, no yeah. one's coming in to clean up <laughs> it, and make sure there's nobody in Because, like, the movie theater's closed right. now. Right. There like, are employees. Or if it's a drive-in, like, there's just one car. Yeah. That that at least makes a little more sense. I, yeah. It, it I, I could imagine, like, they're just not checking. Like, the movie's over, everyone drives away, and it's like, if there's a it's car fine. sitting there. If there's there, a car, there's a car. There's probably two kids asleep or doing it or overdosed. Yeah, or whatever. Or they're just not, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? But check it's not every like, car at this drive-in? Check every one car? Because, <laughs> like, a regular movie theater, like, again, they're going to come in there and clear the... Clean the theater. Right. Yeah. They're gonna like lock the doors. They're gonna yeah. go home. So you assume they were checking. But I guess if the you know if the cars just sort of sitting there, just like eh. And if it's in like the back corner of the drive-in, yeah, whatever. Who, who it might knows? Just be whatever. It that car's been there for a hundred years. Yeah. yeah. It has to be a drive-in. Though it would be really funny if it wasn't a drive-in and you just see the usher go over and another usher like there he's about to wake him up and another usher just goes up and goes shh. shh. Let them sleep. Yeah, let them sleep. <laughs> it's fine. Let them sleep. They're all they tired. look so peaceful. Look, look at them. God bless. Ugh. I'm sure nobody's worried about them. <laughs> uh, my mother. Has Their a, reputation is certainly not on the line. Just yeah. a side note: my mother has a funny story that they went to see the movie Alien, mm-hmm. uh, which my mother hated because she doesn't like horror movies. Right. And it was way too scary. And when they went to leave, the car battery was dead. <gasps> so my dad had to call a cab to go like get someone to get another car or whatever. And then uh-huh. my mom had to sit through the movie Alien again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. So she really doesn't like the movie Alien. It really traumatized her. <laughs> anyway. Uh, by the way, drive-ins were so great. They were great. They were, they were on their last legs when we were younger. Yes. I remember going to see, um, I think I saw uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the movie oh, theater okay. in, in a drive-in and yeah. maybe Gremlins. All Maybe right. Gremlins as well. Yeah. But it was super cool. It was I saw, real fun. I, I know I saw Ghostbusters 2 uh-huh. and Look Who's Talking Okay, at a drive-in. Okay. So yeah. I remember that very clearly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they were great. I mean, they, I mean, around here, they still exist. 
Yeah. Um, around here, they don't because land is just too valuable. You right, can't just right. have like a field yeah. uh, anymore. But they've got to be few and far between. Yeah. Well, I was going to say because I have went a few years ago, there's a place upstate where they have a drive in mm-hmm. and it was awesome. I mean, it yeah. was like super fun to, to just sit and, and like, you know, sit in your car and watch it. Like, you know, we sat outside on the ground and it was like super fun. Um, that might have just been a parking lot. <laughs> no, no, it's a driving theater, but you know, it's with just one like, of those billboards that changes every once in a while. It's definitely an interesting experience because, like, you know, it's it's not like not so stupid, but it's not like sitting in a dark theater where everyone's quiet, watching where people are walking around, like, yeah, 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 you know. And also, like, this one had three screens, so you'd be watching the movie, and you would look over and see like what was on the other screen. Like, oh, over that's there, right, yeah. You know? So it was like it was a weird it was a weird thing. Yeah, but, it's super strange. Um, yeah, but that makes sense. That means. Makes more sense that they've fallen asleep in the car, yeah. right? And Has to they're, be. they're just sitting there, and, and no one's going to wake them up. The horror of waking up and realizing that it's like four o'clock in the morning, it's dark, all the cars are gone. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, that must just be disorienting. This, despite all the everything that's going to come after that, it's the beginning of a horror movie, right? It's the beginning yeah, of yeah. a horror movie or Twilight but, Zone. But we to- we could watch the movie now. There's time enough at last. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this beginning of this line, I I. The beginning of this verse, I never realized that it ended, Michael, you kind of mentioned it, with the word weep. Like, wake up little Susie and weep. Yeah. He's, again, he is in full-on panic mode because he's not, right. I don't want you to freak out, Yeah. but we, we missed curfew. He's like, get up and panic immediately and start <laughs> crying because this is the end of us. Well, this I is also, the, the end. I also want to jump ahead, mm-hmm. but this is not the first time. These two... Mm-mm. Are a bun- a couple of chuckleheads. Yeah, they are they... constantly <laughs> doing this kind of stuff. So it's sure. not like, You're oh right. no, oh no, we've we've you know, right. now we're in trouble. It's like, oh, we did it again. Oh, again, doy. we've done this. A doy. Maybe these. Two, maybe they just like. Maybe they need to like go to the doctor. They have narcolepsy or yeah, something. Yeah, I was gonna like, say I really do like it when narcoleptics meet, find each other and fall in love <laughs> and fall asleep <laughs> and fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, that's my that's my uh, narcoleptics only dating app. Um, right, that's yeah. the tagline: yep. fall, fall in love and fall asleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not getting a lot of traction right now. I think uh, I may have gone too small in oh, my in my pool. Man. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We can we can go into this a little bit more, but I'm gonna tell a personal story. Okay. And it goes like this. <laughs> so this is a song that like my parents liked. They used to play it all the time when I was a little kid. And the songs from this era, right, had a lot of nonsense words in it. Like who put the bop and the bop shabop, whatever. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff was not unheard of. And so this line, whatever we're gonna tell our friends when they say ooh la la, mm-hmm. I did not understand the context of what that meant. Sure. So I just thought that that ooh la la was like basically being yada yada. Right, right. Like, what are we going to tell our friends when they, like, talk about the fact that we fell asleep? Because I also was a little kid and yeah. I didn't quite understand <laughs> sure. the context here. So then I got older, and one day I heard this song, and I, and it was like, and I was like, I'm going to tell your friends, and they say, ooh la la. And then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Their friends are going to think that they did it. Yes. That's what they're worried yes. about. Yes, yeah. That's of course. But that's crazy in a song from 1957 to even like 
acknowledge that. Right. Yeah. Right. But their friends are going to be like, oh, I, oh, I know why you were late. Yeah. yeah. No wonder you were in the back of the drive-in. Uh-huh. I see what's going on yeah. here. A wink. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's 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 actually crazy. <laughs> well, I will say this about the 50s. Yeah. They were real heavy on necking and yeah, heavy petting. That's true. Like every movie. Everybody's everything got... had necking and petting. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. don't tell me that you were all innocent fifties. <laughs> well, I don't right? think that's the thing. I don't I think mean, they were innocent. I just think that they were like everything was sort of I again, I think this is sort of like everything was hinted at. Right. They didn't is, say it outright. I know, but this is a surprisingly I know they're hinting at it. Uh-huh. But they're Almost saying it like they're they're yeah. they're like you know they're being very clear and I'm like all the I mean because also like your mama and your pop are also going to think that right like it's not just the friends right no like this is not this is not like you broke curfew it's like you have defiled my daughter yeah, you also <laughs> that keep... is what that's what they're gonna think <laughs> you also keep on breaking curfew right exactly and you didn't break curfew by an hour you broke curfew by. Six, six hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. Six does, hours. Does it say that? It says, yeah, it says later t- on, it says... Uh, told your mama you'd be, I'd have you home by 10. Yeah. Or that you'd be and in by 10. And, and it's, they say it's 4 a.m. when they wake oh, up. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, So they're very late. They're very late. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They were asleep for so long. Yeah. It wasn't a nap. Again, first of all, you got to wake up. Because you're sleeping either in a seat at the movie theater... Mm-hmm. Or in a car, you're waking up with a serious cricket. I don't know, but that's the gotta 19, be rough. 1950s cars were basically one true. bedroom apartments. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they I guess were that's true. huge. So they were probably it was a probably um you know a bench seat. Right, they're right, all yeah. cuddled up together. It's it's bigger than my like high school uh, bed. Right, probably. Yeah, you they're know? like watching the movie. Like, do you want anything from the pantry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Regular cars were essentially like campers. Right. <laughs> right, right. Are you chilly? I have to go into cold storage to get the, <laughs> the winter stuff. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but still, though, I mean, to sleep because I can understand falling asleep for like a little while, right? Like sitting up, but but doesn't everybody always just like wake up at the credits? Like, for some reason, that's just, like... That's true. Well, usually because people are, like, pushing past you and, like, you, the yeah. sounds of everyone getting up and the lights turn on. Or if it's anything. driving, other cars just... driving away. Well, that, too. I was going to say, you, you're talking about, like, as if you're, like, oh, I, that always happens to me. The only reason I go to the movies is to fall asleep. <laughs> Get a nice, solid nap. <laughs> um, or, like, when the DVD menu, like, comes on oh, and it's just the music on a loop. Let me tell you a quick story. I remember yeah. falling asleep. It's not a very interesting story, but I'm yeah. going to tell it Good, anyway. I can't wait to I remember it. falling asleep while watching the uh, the DVD of 40-Year-Old Virgin. Yeah. And the menu played, like, clips, and I fell asleep to it. And for what felt like six hours, every, <laughs> every like, 45 seconds, I would just hear Steve Carell going, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's that sound. I still, it's ingrained in my head, and I still hear it in that context yeah, yeah. in my head on a monthly basis. <laughs> that is, that is like something that is like fading from culture is the like DVD menu that's yes, left that on, and it's just the it same just going. thing over and over and over again. Ugh, yeah. It just keeps going. Yeah. yeah. Cause you would like, you would like walk out of the room and then you would like hear it playing. And you'd be like, what is, right. What, what is, is that? that? You know, and it's just the, like the 10 second clip of like Sunshine Day that plays right. like on the, on the Brady Bunch, you know, right. and it just like right. keeps just playing. Like finish the song <laughs> again. Again, yeah. again and again and again. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, but I mean, it's like, boy, 
I, I again, I think I think they may have a neurological problem because sleeping for that mm-hmm. long. Like, again, I get to you waking up like after an hour and being like, oh, my God, the movie's over. We should go home. But like, I mean, four o'clock in the morning. Like, yeah, it was the sunrise that woke them up. Yeah. I mean, at this <laughs> right. point. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well just stay asleep. You might as well just stay asleep. You yeah, might yeah. as well just take the get full a, brunt. Get, get a full eight hours because yeah. you got a long day ahead <laughs> yeah, you. you. got a real long day of explaining. Showing up at 4.15 a.m. or 6.15 a.m., it's not going to matter Doesn't at, make this a point, at this yeah. point. And what are you so tired for? Oh, I guess it was the 50s. I guess you went to high school, right? You you worked a full job. Right. Right, after school. You, like, worked in the mines or mm-hmm. whatever. So I guess, like, this is probably their one day off. <laughs> or, or the malt shop. They're really one sleep. of the two. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying uh yeah so they're probably like pretty t- everyone's pr- like probably pretty tired um but yeah. i mean you're, like you're really, you know again what it, what, it, what are these guys so like your teenagers supposed to stay up late well i think th- i think we'll get into it a little bit later but it does not seem like it was an enjoyable movie no uh, we can it get seems there real real boring well, i told you mama that you'd be Well, Susie Baby looks like we goofed again. <laughs> How many times? I'm like, what else? What else have they done? Like, basically, is their life like just a series of like um, Three's Company episodes? Yeah. Like, are they just constantly <laughs> yeah. like innocently making mistakes that turn out to yeah. like look like they've done something terrible? Right, like, right. remember when your parents thought we had murdered six people? And, like, <laughs> but that was all just a big misunderstanding. Like, you know. <laughs> Like, yeah. what else are these guys doing? We were saving those bodies from yeah. the river. Susie's last name is Furley. Her parents are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think whoever this guy is and Susie, like, these two, yeah. like, they can only be together, like, because no one else will, can stand them. Right. Like, they're just like, they deserve Or they need a chaperone for Something. crying out loud. Something. I would love it if he, was, if he says, well, Susie, baby, looks like we goofed again. And she yeah. says... I think this is more than a goof. Right. Don't stop belittling what this is. We <laughs> yeah, are yeah. in big trouble in big here. Trouble. I'm big I, trouble. By this time tomorrow, I will be in a nunnery. Do you understand <laughs> right, what I'm right, saying? Right. My parents are going to flip the f out. It is 1957. That's what happens. Yeah. I'm going to a nunnery. You're going to a military school. Yeah. Because that is exactly what happens. Because <laughs> it is the 50s. <laughs> um. Yeah. yeah. So. And again, he shakes her to try and get her conscious again. Yeah. Wake up, like. Feverishly, wake up, little Susie! Wake up, little Susie! Wake up! We gotta go home. We gotta go home, little Susie. Uh, also, you... you don't have to wake her up. You're driving the car, unless she's hunched over the steering wheel. Just start <laughs> driving, dude. You're gonna be home at ten. What time did this movie start? The movie must have started at like seven. Seven. Yeah. Get home like you know, like till nine o'clock. But, it, but which it... means that they were asleep for more than six, six hours. They were asleep for. Maybe they did get a Well, we don't know when they fell asleep. Yeah, we don't know at what point in the movie. uh, You'd imagine at at some point during the movie, but if she had to be home by 10. Right around at, uh, let's go out to the lobby. But you know (laughs) know, what? The the little secret about driving movies, though, is they can't start too early because it's got to be dark out. So, oh, you know what? It was the the 1950s. Movies were like an hour and 10 minutes. That's true. So, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. They, They didn't have like huge, like, What'd they go? Five hour movies. They went to the B pictures? No, they didn't? Oh. Like Gone with the Wind from 1939? Okay, well, some of them are old. I'm just saying. Calm down. They're not going to see an epic three hour movie. 
Yeah. And it's a re-release. I feel like they're going to see some sort of monster movie from the yeah. 1950s that is an hour and 15 minutes long. It'll be long, shorter. And then there's a newsreel or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but then there's the cartoons. Then there's the newsreels. Yeah, but in the 50s, they had all of that stuff still? I think so, Well, yeah. the drive-in was a little different. But yeah, they would yeah. show like a cartoon and they would show like, you know, but anyway, a couple things. Then maybe it's just poor planning. Maybe he's like, well, the movie starts at nine. Right. I need to be home by 10. <laughs> and it's gone with the wind. So we're not right. going to be out we're, by we're, one until yeah. one. Ay, yeah. ay, ay. I, I, Everly is just dumb. You know what? <laughs> Whichever Everly this I, is. I, the, thinking about this, it's hurt my brain so much. I'm just going to take a nap in the back. Is that right? <laughs> That's fine. That's just fine. wake me up when it's 10. Everything will be fine. Yeah, I'll wake you up. <laughs> I'll wake you up for curfew. <laughs> It'll be fine. The movie wasn't so hot. The movie wasn't so hot. My favorite one. It didn't have much of a plot. <laughs> we fell asleep. Our goose is cooked. Our reputation is shot. So first of all, really negative review of Gone yes. with the Wind. Yeah, that was film not... critics. Siskel <laughs> <laughs> and Ebert over here. She's Louise. Before he drives away, he's like, what did you think of the movie? I thought it wasn't so hot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, again, does not make a difference at this moment. Yeah. Again, Susie should be saying, can we focus yes, we, on yeah. the issue at hand? We'll talk about whether you like the movie or not later. Yeah, time time is an issue right now. Let's, or again, let's drive. Or again, this is the, is this an excuse? This, this brings me to my bigger question of, mm. did they fall asleep? Or is all of this them trying to figure out the excuses as to why they are coming home late? Because um, maybe he's like, here's what we say. Listen, you got to stay with me, Susie. <laughs> you got to stay with me. The movie wasn't so hot. It didn't have much of a plot. We fell asleep. Uh, you know, that's it. That's it. That That is the story. Repeat it back to me. <laughs> Again. Repeat it back to me. Tell, Again. <laughs> when we talk to your dad, tell him the movie had serious second act structure problems. Um, no, it, I mean. It felt derivative. Say it. It felt derivative. No likable characters. No <laughs> likable characters. I just, I feel like. They get their stories straight, but they don't bother figuring out what movie it was they saw. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. One is like, um, I think there was a, a monster. The other one was like, oh, it was Gone with the Wind. 100% yeah, yeah. Gone with the Wind. Oh, with the mo- with the monsters? What's that now? Yep. <laughs> um, the only reason I think no is just because it's the wake up little Susie part. Like if, if, if right. he's like trying to wake her up. I mean, I think this makes sense. Maybe he's trying I mean, to wake yeah, her right? up to like what's he... happening. <laughs> wake up little Susie. We have to get our stories been. straight. That's true. Because to be fair, they could have been necking and petting and all that other stuff <laughs> they didn't necessarily well I'm it's just saying I know it's true it's they just, didn't those, necessarily those, sounds, those words are ridiculous they those didn't, are gross words <laughs> petting is a gross word they didn't necessarily get you know to the finish line or whatever they didn't, right. they didn't hit a home run but right 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 um then they could have fallen asleep I mean I think that's that's yeah. very possible oh sure oh sure I mean necking is exhausting yeah <laughs> man so also they're giraffes so it's <laughs> <really> exhausting <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think I think that makes sense. And you know, the 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 movie was boring, and and they fell asleep. Oh I my mean, god, I've, that's so funny. I've been there. Um, <laughs> the movie wasn't so hot; it didn't have much of a plot. We'll get into it later. But yeah. that is one of my favorite lines ever. Yeah, because like, it, it's just like. But before I'm doing my, I'm also doing my dissertation right. on uh, on film <laughs> criticism critique. So this is what you get say. when you date a film student, little Susie. <laughs> oh yeah, mom and dad, don't blame me, right? Blame Hollywood, because right. what are they putting out? <laughs> I mean, like, it's ridiculous. Think about it. 
I mean, you know? right? Right? I mean, these we went movies, to the B pictures. They don't make them like they used to, right? I, you guys know what I'm saying. I, I don't want to blame you. What happened to Charlie Chaplin, right? What happened to the real stars? And Mom, anyway, I got to go. You guys are great. <laughs> Mama and Pa, yeah. I don't want to blame it all on the cinematography because I've seen some of his other work, but. Uh, again, not great. Not yeah. great. We never find out. Uh, we don't know what happens. Oh. Well, she never wakes well, up. She never wakes up. <laughs> I hope she. I hope he calls the ambulance at I mean, some it's point. Been, yeah, it's been over fifty years, and I'm sad to say, Susie is still not woken up. <laughs> it was a <laughs> really up. boring movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So hopefully, wake up, little Susie. Hopefully, she's okay. But, Man, you know. Lord. You know. Yeah. Never take a Benadryl before a drive-in no. movie. Uh, you're just—it's gonna zonk you. Yeah. Oh my the god. Daytime, daytime. She thought she took a daytime. Yeah. She took yeah. a nighttime, and that yeah. was it. Got to take the Dayquil. That was it. You got to take the Dayquil. Yeah. Uh, and then and this... they just drove off in their, you know, boat-sized car. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Never and... to see each other again. I'm assuming. I mean, well, I don't know. One went to military school. Right? One went to. Uh... Well, the, the fact nunnery. that the fact that they they've allowed them. After they've already goofed multiple times, mm-hmm. presumably, the fact that they let them go out on a date by themselves again, you know, yeah. I think maybe these parents are like surprisingly permissive of just like, well, I mean, nobody else is going to date Susie, so <laughs> <laughs> we got to get her, we got to get yeah. her married off somehow. The wor- do the words "these two deserve each other" yeah, mean anything exactly. to you? She's uh, got to be married yeah, by the time she graduates these high school. Guys, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and her. Uh, her when she gets home at four o'clock in the morning, her parents wake up, get out of their separate twin beds. Yep. Yep. And they go, How was the movie? <laughs> Derivative. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Anything else on nice this? Breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Why does he call his girlfriend little Susie? That's what everybody calls her, I bet. Is she like a pink lady? Hey little Susie. Little yeah. Susie. Yeah. Like that's her her like high school gang name. That's her handle. That's uh <laughs> That's her handle. She's well, Rizzo. She's Susie Rizzo. Yeah. Her mother's well, name is Susan. And so it's, she's, it's, it's like Great Gardens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's, her mom is Big Susie. She's Little Susie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. live in filth. <laughs> uh, she could uh, just say, I, I tried to get home before 4 a.m., but I couldn't get past these cat food cans by the front door. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's probably stacks of newspapers. There's probably two Susies in high school. There's Big Susie. Yeah. Big Susie. <laughs> who plays volleyball. Which way talking about? Little Susie. Yeah. She's like, you know, when Big Susie isn't around, you don't. You can just call me Susie. Every, yeah. You don't have yeah. to constantly. <laughs> we, whatever you say, little Susie. Yeah, we went to college with two guys named Paul. Yeah. One was Tall Paul, one was Small Paul. There you go. Because <laughs> they were roommates. Right. And then the cat in the hat jumped out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, she tried to start her own dessert company, but Little Debbie had that uh, <laughs> market that corner. Market. <laughs> yeah. And then Little Debbie said, feels derivative. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is weird though. I, that, that, that's a good point, Michael. It never occurred to me why he's calling her little Susie. Wake because, up, little Susie. Because maybe wake I'm up, not so tall. Susie, wake yeah. up. Well, yeah. Still works. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's the whole story. That's it. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, I assume they were probably, you know, murdered by their parents. So <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But otherwise. Or the or the person stalking the drive in. Yeah, that's or good. the person, yeah, yeah. There was, yeah, yeah. and then mom, you wouldn't believe it. And then I opened the door, and there yeah. was a claw hanging out of it. Oh, uh, uh, this is getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> I think they just had sex. <laughs> Me too. I feel more comfortable about that. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, we take a quick break. When we come back, we talk about the history of this song with story behind the story. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. 
Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about the boundaries of society. Crime and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious. Or weird. <laughs> the better. From books and movies. To television shows and games. We look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's just face it, there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. All right, welcome back. It's time for Story Behind the Story. This is where we learn, how did this song mm-hmm. come to be? How did it come to be a part of our lives uh, <laughs> and, a, and a part of the, the fabric of our society? So, Rachel, putting a lot on your shoulders. Uh, Great. The fabric <laughs> of our society <laughs> is <laughs> always, relying on you. Always Tell a- us the, uh, the history of this song. Uh, well, Wake Up Little Susie was written by Boudelot Bryant and Felice Bryant mm-hmm. uh, and recorded by the Everly Brothers. Heard of them? Uh, I have. <laughs> Real Brothers. Yeah. Real Brothers. Uh, it was released September 2nd, 1957. Okay. Uh, it was an all right hit. I'm kidding. It was okay. a big hit. Okay. Uh, in 1957, 1958, <laughs> it, was, it peaked at number one on six different charts okay. uh, on, in Billboard, including uh, R&B bestsellers in stores, most played R&B in, by jockeys, most played country western by jockeys. That's right. Uh, most played by jockeys. <laughs> Uh, C&W bestsellers in stores and bestsellers in stores overall peaked number one in all of those. Now, this is most played by disc jockeys or people who ride horses? Yeah. Oh, this, I think horses. Is this a big equestrian song? <laughs> it is. It is. Is Little Susie the name of a horse? Mm-hmm. And coming around the bend, Little Susie. <laughs> wake up, Little Susie. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> and she's fallen down on the <laughs> She has fallen asleep. This is, what, this is a sign where you can believe it was a big hit. Right, yes. it just it just yeah. feels like this is something that if you were a teenager in 1957, you'd be like, "Yep, I'm in. This is great." Yeah, it's I'm w- all about it. It's one of the catchiest, you know, it's one of the catchiest songs ever. It's um the Everly Brothers. It hints at something naughty. Right, right, and we'll get oh, into yeah. that m- more. Okay. Um, it was uh the first of the Everly Brothers' four number one hits, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like I said, written by Felice and Boudelot Bryant, who I if I am saying that name wrong, I apologize, but. 
They wrote a lot of the Everly Brothers songs, mm-hmm. including Bye Bye Love and All I Have to Do is Dream. Heard of mm-hmm. them? Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Boodlows are very interesting. They, el- they eloped two days after meeting. The song uh, All I Have to Do is Dream uh, is autobiographical for Felice. She was working as an elevator operator at the Sherwood Hotel when she saw Brian. She has said that she recognized him immediately. She had seen his face in a dream when she was eight years old and had looked for him forever. Wow. She was 19 when they met. Isn't that beautiful? That's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that's all. Uh, they also <laughs> said, <laughs> uh, they also, of the song, they said it was a labor of love and said they persevered uh, for many hours while writing it. Um, Boudreau said uh, to country music people, not, it's a, that's a, I think a, Magazine. It's okay. not just he just randomly talks <laughs> to country music just people. Driving people wearing cowboy <laughs> hats off the street. Let me tell you, cowboy. Um, Rush the stage at the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah. He said, I started uh, writing one night, kept trying to get my ideas down, but it just wouldn't happen. Finally, I woke Felice, who took one listen to what I had so far achieved and came up with the final touches that I couldn't get. Yeah. The Everleys liked the song, but like me, had problems with getting it right in the studio. They worked a whole three hour session on that one song and had to give up. They just couldn't get it right. We all trooped back to the studio the next day and got it down first take. That's the way it happens sometimes. Oh. Not going to lie to you. I like that story. You know yeah. how one of my things is when the people are like, and we just did it on the fly. And I wrote it in ever. eight seconds and that oh, was yeah. it. And then we recorded it once and that was the one we used. This they toiled over. They toiled over it. Like um, what was it? like Elaine Stritch in the company soundtrack. <laughs> Sorry. Uh <laughs> She did Ladies Who Lunch. Forget it, Dan. Um, she got it right the next day. She it was got it fine. right the next day. It was great. She worked the whole time. Anyway. Um, you guys don't have to force him to bribe your references. It's, it's fine. No, this is the exact, it's <laughs> no, the exact I'm, same I'm thing. I'm kidding. Um, the interesting. It's totally not forced. This is just. This is just how we are. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see Dan shaking his head, was, but the a, disapproval just, is. Just for the audience at home, right? So there's like the, what is that called? Like a Venn diagram? Yes, yes. Of like, and this show yeah. is like where we cross over. Yes, it is. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of the rest of the circle where we don't cross yeah. over. And I yeah. don't know what the hell you guys are talking like about. Like you That's two cross on some things. Dan and I cross on certain right. things. Michael and I cross on, uh, yeah. like I would say you and I cross probably on, I don't know, more punky alternative stuff. Sure. Uh, Michael and I cross on Broadway. You guys cross on, I don't know, again, your encyclopedic facts about music. Sure. Um, you just randomly you know billboard <laughs> listings and stuff. Um, anyway, back to the, the, the uh, song that we are covering. Uh-huh. One of the interesting final touches that uh, Felice put on the song is, again, one of my favorite lines. The line, the movie wasn't so hot, it didn't have much of a plot. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the line was supposed to read, your father's going to be hot, he'll kill me like as not. He's more likely than not to kill me. Um, Yeah, this line's better. This line is better, and it makes more sense. But but reading the uh, the thing about the father makes more sense with the chorus. What are we going to tell your mama? What are we going to tell your pa? Because the first part is about your mom. The second part should be about the father. Right. But the reason that she obviously changed it was because she thought it was too risque for the time, and it implied that it that the couple could have slept together. The entire song implies that the couple That's, could have slept right, together, right, right. so I don't know why that specific one. She well, was I think that might about. be, but I think that might be saying that might making it kind of what your theory right. that that might be hinting more that they actually did do it, right? Right, right, right. as opposed to him being like, 
no, the movie sucked. That's why we genuinely fell asleep. Right. Kind of pushes it <laughs> right. more back yeah. on the side exactly. of like where the moral guardians are like, all right, we'll let this one go, but yeah. watch it next time. Like, right. It did probably does get right under the radar. And also that line is just hilarious. Like, like it's great. in the I middle of this panic. Because you can imagine him, not to go back to the last segment, but you can imagine that like when you've made a mistake as a kid, you're just desperately trying to come up with anything. You're just like, look, the movie wasn't very good. Anyway, I mean, I, you know, know we're that's we're why we fell asleep. Right? That's why we fell asleep, because the movie sucked. Like, it's terrible, too. Yeah. I didn't know it was a documentary. Uh, <laughs> well, Stop. and it also adds almost like a bit of humor to the song. Right, yeah. Like, right. This is just a song about two people who fell asleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, there's... And, like, we goofed again. Yeah. Like, the movie yeah. wasn't so high. Like, all that stuff is, like, actually kind of funny. So This is literally about waking somebody up. Right. 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 It's yeah, that's true. Um, all of that being said, with even with the risque, with her, with Felice trying to take out the risqueness of it, mm-hmm. it was banned by some radio stations because of the lyrics. Yeah, because they thought it was you know too much uh, implying that they were sleeping together. Yeah, which is very interesting. The song was released uh, September second, like I said, nineteen fifty-seven, on their Off and Running Everly Brothers uh, album. It was also covered by a lot of people, including um, Simon and Garfunkel, who played the song at their nineteen eighty-one Central Park concert, mm-hmm. um, and that uh, that recording hit number twenty-seven in the U.S. And it also ranks as number three eighteen on Rolling Stone's five hundred greatest songs of all time. The reason I say that is because that seems low to me for this song, but well... I guess of all time, but three eighteen. I mean, you know, Rolling Stone, I think they have a sort of bias towards a certain kind of song. That's which true. Which this is not necessarily. That's true. That's true. Um, doesn't fall right on the bullseye of like what they normally cover. So Right. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, true. That's true. You know who plays guitar on this song? Who plays some guitar on this song? One of the two Everly brothers? Well, yes, but okay. <laughs> also Chet Atkins. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, who actually was a big proponent of them uh, earlier on in their career. And at an appearance on the Oprah Winfrey show while running for president, George W. Bush was asked what his favorite song was. Mm-hmm. He said, Wake Up Little Susie by Buddy Wait, this Holly. Is, this is the father or the son? George W. Bush. Okay, sorry. Yeah. H.W. Bush. That would be more interesting if it was George H.W. Bush. <laughs> well, I was, I was but curious. on every he was asked what his favorite song was, and he said, Wake Up Little Susie yeah. by Buddy Holly. So he got oh, it wrong because, God. of course he did, because <laughs> we had a cartoon character oh, as a president. God. It was really funny. I mean, of course he did. There's clearly two voices, you <laughs> dummy. Or I know, I know. Um, a uh. little bit about the, about the Everly Brothers. They're, of course, a famous duo, uh, mm-hmm. mostly a, a country-influenced rock duo known for some steel guitar, things like that. Okay. Uh, the Everly Brothers are Isaac Donald Don Everly, mm-hmm. who is still with us, and Philip Jason Phil Everly, who unfortunately died in 2014. Uh, they were raised in a very musical family and started appearing um, when they were young on radio uh, with their mom and dad, Ike and Margaret. Uh, Margaret, who was 14 when she married Ike, who was 26. Um, who, speaking of which, by the way, was 14 when he was working in the mines. Right. Uh, we spoke, you said something about the mines before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was going to say it before. I was like, Ike worked in the mines. <laughs> um, At the time, that would have made no sense. <laughs> a little bit about them. There's a lot about them. We're probably going to do more songs by the Everly Brothers. Okay. Uh, they have had, they had a long career. But a lot of their songs in the beginning were written by Felice and Boudelot. But they did write um, their own songs. They recorded a song called Kathy's Clown, which was... Uh, one of their biggest selling singles of all time. Here he comes, that's Kathy's clown. I've got to stand tall. 
starting in the 70s, they had some uh, issues with drugs and some conflict. They started doing solo albums in the early 70s and broke up in 73, but then they got back together in the early 80s. Hmm. Um, yeah, and like I said, one Everly is alive and one is deceased. <laughs> um, but they've done, you know, I mean, they're, they're, the, they're the Everly brothers. I mean, yeah. there's not much to say it, but they're, you know, some of the most famous early like mid 50s early 60s uh singer song i guess singer songwriters country yeah i mean they're kind of in that rock and roll is still coalescing into what it's going to be so it's like yeah and it's very country influenced right doing, there's country influence like i said they they use some steel steel guitar i, I almost said steel drum mm-hmm. not a lot of steel drum with them steel no. guitar but uh That'd you be know pretty cool though yeah, yeah, yeah. And though they wrote their own songs, they also did, like I said, Felice and Boulot, Bryant, they also recorded other people's songs as, or, as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So that's um that's what I've got cool. for the Everly Brothers and nice. for uh, Wake Up Little Susie. Anytime a movie takes place in the 50s, <laughs> they're going to be firing up the old Wake Up Little oh, Susie. Oh, yes. Without a doubt. Uh, machine. Right? I assume there's a machine that just plays that one song. Over um, and over and over again. Is there a jukebox? Is there a broken jukebox? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt, somewhere in a movie, there yeah. is a broken jukebox that keeps playing Wake Up Little Susie and <laughs> yeah. it keeps skipping and it just yeah, plays yeah. Wake Up Little Susie, Wake, wake Up yeah. Little Susie, wake, wake Up. Yeah. Somewhere. Horror movie? Horror it, movie. And if it doesn't exist, I'm going to make it. Yes. So. Please do. Please do. So. Uh, all right, cool. So we're going to take another quick break. When we come back and talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Hey, folks. Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, Rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Want to be a part of the podcast? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help other people find the podcast. And if you do, we'll read it on the podcast. Podcast, podcast, podcast. The word has lost all meaning. Podcast. All right, it's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn from this song? Uh, Michael, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn from Wake Up Little Susie? I learned that if you're at the movies in the 1950s, Mm -hmm. and you might be, and you fall asleep and you wake up and it's past curfew, Mm -hmm. Just go back to sleep until yeah. it's at least the late 60s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it won't be as sure. much of a scandal. <laughs> right, right. Sure. Yeah, see if you can slip into a coma. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, your yeah. best bet. That's your best bet. And also, by the time you wake up, that car is going to be a classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great. Be You'll great. have a beard down to your, <laughs> your crotch. You have like really long fingernails. <laughs> Which, by the late 60s, yeah, will be, be great. super in. Be in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel, what did you learn? Uh, what I learned is that if you're going to go see a movie, just read the synopsis mm-hmm. real quick. See if it's going to strike your interest. Because yeah, yeah. going in blind, you're really taking 
Right. You're really taking a chance. Um, it might have no plot. Here's a lesson I learned. Sure. That's going to build off that. If you're going to see a movie. Yeah. Look up the movie reviews. Mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. like four or five. Sure. Right. And try to find a movie with really, really bad reviews. Okay. Then go to that movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you can have sex with your girlfriend. You have a built-in excuse. There you go. So there go to a really go. bad movie. I see. I see. You see what I'm saying? You went the other way with it. I see. Yeah, that's right. So then that's you can right. tell your parents, oh, sorry, really, but the movie was terrible. Have you read the reviews? <laughs> we should have because they were horrible. But anyway, that's well, the reason why well, I relate. No other reason. There's nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. Why do you have these reviews clipped out <laughs> in, in your wallet? Anyway, just, you should read them. You should read them. They were really, yeah, really yeah. bad. They were really bad. I'm just saying. I didn't know beforehand, so I clipped them out to make sure you knew. Anyway, I'm going to go to bed Take a shower first, but I'll see you later. <laughs> anyway, good night. <laughs> also, my girlfriend's still asleep in the car. She won't wake up. <laughs> she won't wake up. Why won't she wake up? Oh, man. Uh, oh, you two have done it again. Oh, you knuckleheads. You goofed again. <laughs> you goofed Credits again. roll. Uh, audience applause. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this has been the Story Song Podcast. We'll be back next episode with another great story song. Um, be sure to join the Facebook page, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Instagram and uh, leave a five star review if you can. We'd really appreciate it. Thanks for listening again. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gasell. Talk to you next time and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Right, little Mikey? (laughs) (laughs) L-I-L apostrophe. (laughs) Little Mikey. Um, Which is funny because my real name is Abner. Uh, sorry. Rachel, I like that one. Again, again, I'm joking like four people again. <laughs> and I don't think Dan is one of them. No, I got it. Oh, good. Got it. He just didn't he just think didn't it was laugh. funny. <laughs> no. No. That, that right. wasn't like a laugh out loud oh, joke. I, that was like a... Mm. I liked it. It's I like, got it. I'm not laughing, but I got it. Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 